Welcome to About Mansfield, your audio newspaper. I'm Steve Casillo with the February 7th, 2024, 208th edition, always broadcasting from the Selmark Studios. Colleen Daniel is in Studio West, and we're here with the About Mansfield news team. Coming up today, it's Mansfield News Talk and information. And a little later in the episode, you will have a chance to win a $25 gift card to a Mansfield restaurant of your choice with our Mansfield trivia question, courtesy of Joe Jenkins Insurance. Let's take a look at the stories we're covering this week. Mansfield man sentenced to 17 years for child pornography. Mansfield police officer saves choking woman. Middle school girl thankful for those who saved her life. City council and school board races starting to take form. How well can you spell? MIS has crowned this year's District Spelling Bee champion. And in sports, UIL realigns the 6A boundaries. And in the talk segment, Steve talks with local author and playwright Taronda Hillman. We are Mansfield's only source for news, talk, and information. This is About Mansfield. Hey there, it's Luke from Cool Hand Electric. Are you tired of dealing with plugs or lights that just won't cooperate? Well, don't fret. Give us a call. Worried about power outages or surges damaging your precious electronics? We've got you covered. Whether it's a whole house generator or surge protection, our solution-oriented Cool Hands are ready to tailor the perfect option that suits your needs and budget. At Cool Hand Electric, excellence is still cool. Cool Hand, Cool Hand, Cool Hand, where excellence is still Imagine a city where innovation knows no bounds, where dreams take flight, and the future unfolds before your very eyes. Welcome to Mansfield, a beacon of growth and a testament to vision. In the heart of Mansfield, a remarkable transformation is underway. But it's not just about the physical landscape. It's about the spirit that drives us forward. A spirit of collaboration that bridges cultures, a spirit of entrepreneurship that fuels prosperity, and a spirit of community that binds us as one. Mansfield is more than just a place. It's a canvas where diversity paints the picture of progress. From art festivals that ignite creativity to tech hubs that redefine boundaries, this city celebrates every voice, every passion. Mansfield, where growth knows no limits and the vision is limitless. Brought to you by the unstoppable spirit of the Mansfield Economic Development Corporation. Are you ready to take advantage of falling mortgage interest rates in the coming months? This is Roger with the Roger and Beth team. With housing demand predicted to increase across the DFW Metroplex, the Roger and Beth team are standing by to help move you and your family forward. No move in your future? That's okay, too. It's time for your annual review of your real estate portfolio, and we're happy to help. Contact us at homesinmansfield.com. That's homesinmansfield.com. Hi, my name is Kenneth Rose, president and CEO of Texas Health Hospital Mansfield. You are listening to About Mansfield. Welcome back to About Mansfield. This portion of the news is brought to you by the Grandview Event Center in Mansfield. A Mansfield man who used Snapchat to inappropriately communicate with a 14-year-old boy was sentenced Friday to 17 years, six months in federal prison. 33-year-old Juan Aguilera Duran was charged via criminal complaint in May 2023, was indicted in August, and pleaded guilty in October to receipt of child pornography. He was sentenced Friday by U.S. District Judge Reed O'Connor, who also ordered the defendant to a lifetime of supervised release. According to court documents, the Mansfield Police Department was dispatched to a residence on August 13, 2022, to meet with a 14-year-old boy who received sexually explicit messages, images, and videos via Snapchat from Mr. Duran. Search and arrest warrants were obtained that later resulted in Duran pleading guilty to receiving child pornography. Mr. Duran later pled guilty to receiving images of child pornography on his computer. The Mansfield Police Department, Tarrant County District Attorney's Office Digital Forensics and Technical Services, and Secret Service conducted the investigation. Assistant U.S. Attorney Brandy Wade prosecuted the case. There are some times when life deals you a hand that determines your fate. Sometimes that reveals that you're a second too late or perhaps a second too early. But in the case of Mansfield Police Officer Chad Stevens, It was the right place at the right time. While driving on Interstate 20 on Saturday, January 13th, he noticed a car that was weaving, speeding up, slowing down. When he got beside the car, 
Well, I tell you what, let's pick up the rest of the story from Officer Stevens. Welcome to About Mansfield. Thank you, sir. I've set the scene, car weaving, speeding. Uh, what happened after that? So I was driving eastbound in Interstate 20 near Anglin Drive, and I was in the middle lane, and I you know, noticed her, her driving behavior. So, And the flashers were on. She had her flashers on. So I was like, I have to slow down and see what's going on in case she causes an accident. Yep. I slowed my vehicle down. She comes up beside me, and that's when I notice her grabbing at her throat. So I immediately, I rolled in my window and start pointing for her to pull over, turn on my emergency lights. I get in behind her, and thankfully I was able to get her over out of the left lane a little bit because the barrier wall, it kind of went into the left a little bit. So we got stopped in the left-hand lane over on the shoulder. She immediately jumped out of her car, and she's grabbing her throat. And, you know, I confirmed. I said, are you choking? And she nodded yes. So I asked her to turn around. And I started the Heimlich maneuver. I did, I think, three thrusts. And then on the fourth one, I believe the object uh, became dislodged and flew out of her mouth. Um, she started to fall down. I kind of guided her to the ground and, you know, asked her to stay right there. Well, I got my, I had to go back to my car to get my exact uh, block number because me being in Fort Worth, I wasn't familiar with the geography and the, and the block number that I was in. So I used my uh, MCT to coordinate that. And that's when, you know, she was standing back up and I went back up. And I was like, Hey, can we sit down for a minute? I got some medics on the way. And she was like, no, no, I don't want medics. I just want to go. <laughs> she was in a hurry. She was in a hurry. And I said, you know, I looked on the ground and it was a, it was a, a pretty decent size wad of gum. And I said, is that what it was? Gum? Let's pick up the audio from officer Steven's body cam. Somebody swerved in front of me and I, I got scared. I couldn't find a cop. Couldn't I cop tried to A car veered over in her lane in front of her and cut her off. She said she gasped because it startled her. And then when she sucked in, that's when it, the uh, gum became lodged in her airway. And she said she, she was getting a little bit of air, but she said it was getting worse and worse. Like it was getting clogged more. And she was just trying to find something to do. She, She was panicking. Didn't know what to do. As a police officer, you are put in different situations on a daily basis. Have you ever used the Heimlich maneuver before? No, sir. That was the first time. Um, I've done CPR several times, on unfortunately, on infants and adults. But um, that was the first time that I've, I've done it on an adult. And it wasn't even in Mansfield. It was in a different city, you know, Fort Worth, Texas. <laughs> How long did the total incident from the time you pulled over or she waved at you uh, to the time that she took off? How long did the entire incident take? It was pretty fast. I would say it was between six to eight minutes. How long have you been a Mansfield police officer? I've been with the city 15 years and I have been a peace officer for 12 years. Do you suspect any accommodations coming your way in the near future? I did receive one from my department this morning. It was a green sheet. You know, it's kind of a attaboy. Um, I signed a green sheet this morning that was signed by the captains, the A chiefs, and the chief uh, explaining the incident. Beyond that, I'm not sure what will. Well, Officer Stevens, we uh, appreciate your time and, uh, you know, again, being at the right place at the right time and, and jumping into action, uh, you, you saved a life. Out there on the freeway, Interstate 20 on that uh, Saturday, January 13th, we appreciate you being on About Mansfield. I appreciate that I was able to be there and help her out. And speaking of saving lives, a Job Middle School student has miraculously survived not one, but two medical emergencies. 14-year-old Siri Carpenter found herself facing life-threatening situations twice in recent months. Siri, an active athlete participating in shot put, discus, softball, and basketball, collapsed during a basketball game last November. After being revived, she was rushed to the hospital and later discharged. However, just two weeks later, Siri faced another, more severe medical scare. This time, luck was on her side as an AED was nearby. While sitting on the bench during a game, Siri collapsed once again. Fortunately, a parent, coincidentally a nurse, was passing through the gym after her daughter's game. Her quick response, fueled by her medical training, ensured Siri received immediate care. 
Siri is set to undergo surgery next week to address her medical condition. Despite the challenges, her doctors remain optimistic about her recovery and believe she will be able to return to sports. Siri herself is hopeful about making it to softball tryouts when she enters high school. The Mansfield City Council and MISD school board elections are coming up in May. We are currently in the application season as those vying for the three council seats and the two school board positions have either submitted or are about to submit their candidate packets. On the council side, incumbents Julie Short and Brent Newsom wasted no time in applying for re-election. Mansfield Methodist CEO Juan Fresquez has thrown his hat in the ring for place four, currently held by Casey Lewis. Lewis has yet to file, but if history holds true, it'll be at the last minute. As of this recording, all three candidates are running unopposed. Over on the school board side, we have ourselves a race for places one and two. You will find incumbents Michelle Newsom and Desiree Thomas on the ballot, but they have opponents this time. Former school principal Matthew Herzberg has filed for place one against Newsom, while two opponents, UTA professor Dr. Jandale Crutchfield and TCC professor Dr. Angel Hidalgo will take on incumbent Thomas. The last day to file for either the city council or school board is Friday, January 16th at 5 p.m. And it's still a ways away, but early voting starts April 22nd and election day is Saturday, May 4th. It took 14 rounds and two and a half hours for the 38 Mansfield ISD District Spelling Bee contestants to be whittled down to just one. Some of the words the students had to spell included cataclysmic, florentine, peradventure, and extemporaneous, and this year's champion spelled the winning word with ease. Cauterize. Cauterize? Cauterize. C-A-U-T-E-R-I-Z-E. Cauterize. Ladies and gentlemen, we have a champion. For the second year in a row, Worley Middle School 7th grader Robert Fisher is Mansfield ISD's Spelling Bee champion. The two-time champ admitted to studying the script's word list two to three hours per day to prepare for the bee. Spelling Bee winners from every elementary, intermediate, and middle school campus participated in Friday's district competition. New this year, both the district champion and runner-up, Cross Timbers 6th grader Harry Ekis, will advance to the regional level to be held at TCU on March 5th. The winner of that bee will represent the region in May at the Scripps National Spelling Bee in Washington, D.C. Coming up, UIL realigns its 6A boundaries, and we'll talk about it because sports is next. Are you ready to create unforgettable memories? Picture this, an enchanting event venue nestled amidst breathtaking landscapes with panoramic views right here in Mansfield. The Grandview Event Center is the perfect setting to bring your vision to life. From intimate gatherings to large-scale extravaganzas, the Grandview has flexible spaces to accommodate any occasion. Be it a graduation or school function, art exhibition, or birthday or anniversary party. Book your next unforgettable experience at thegrandviewmansfield.com. That's thegrandviewmansfield.com. The Grandview Event Center, where memories are made and dreams become reality. Book your event today. I'm Philip Washington, Chief Investment Officer of Stonehill Wealth Management and host of the Wealth Building Made Simple podcast. First book I read in college was Rich Dad, Poor Dad, and it changed my life. And since then, I've read tons and tons of books on money. And what I've done is taken those lessons, simplified them, and I talk about those lessons on my podcast, Wealth Building Made Simple. So come hang out with us. We're on every major platform, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and on YouTube, Wealth Building Made Simple. In sports, it's goodbye Duncanville and DeSoto and hello Crowley and Weatherford as 6A district schools, Legacy, Lake Ridge, and your Mansfield Tigers have been realigned by the University Interscholastic League. The UIL, as it's known, realigns boundaries every couple of years to assure the competition playing field is level in football, basketball, and other sports. Schools also included in the realignment are Fort Worth Boswell and North Crowley. You'll want to make sure your gas tank is fully gassed up before attending any away games this year. If you have a comment about the show, the news, whatever's on your mind locally, the good, the bad, the ugly, doesn't matter, you can reach us by voicemail at 817-435-1111. 
Again, that voicemail number, 817-435-2938. This coming Monday, February 12th, is National Darwin Day, a day where we celebrate the birthday and the life of Charles Darwin, also known as the father of evolution. This day is observed all around the world, and it promotes science by highlighting all of Darwin's contributions in the scientific field. Now, Darwin published his book, On the Origin of Species, back in 1859. In it, he explains his theory of evolution, declaring that all living beings evolved and survived through the process of natural selection. This means that species survived and evolved by adapting to changes in their natural habitats, thus changing over time giving rise to new species. This theory of evolution revolutionized all scientific thinking is now considered a foundational concept in science. Darwin is also known for using the phrase survival of the fittest, a term made famous in the fifth edition of said book. Turns out that he borrowed the term from an English sociologist and philosopher, Herbert Spencer, who first used it in his 1864 book, Principles of Biology. So how does one participate in National Darwin Day this coming Tuesday? Well, it's easy. By simply avoiding becoming one who will have supposedly contributed to the human evolution by selecting yourself out of the gene pool by either dying or becoming sterilized by your own actions and thus receiving the coveted Darwin Award. Coming up after the break, we turn the page to the features section. I'm Angel Biasati, and we'll be talking about heart health in our exclusive Valentine Happy Hour at The Vault in Methodist Mansfield News to Know. It's time for an early spring market update. I'm Beth Steinke, and today on the Mansfield Real Estate Report, we're going to talk about what is happening and what we are expecting as we head into the spring market. Dry or sweet, shaken or stirred, We have all heard of this week's offering for our Cocktail of the Week segment. We are Mansfield's only source for news, talk, and information. I'm Colleen Daniel, and this is About Mansfield. What? You've never heard of the Darwin Awards? Look them up, darwinawards.com. This portion of the news was brought to you by the Grandview Event Center in Mansfield. Hey there, it's Luke from Cool Hand Electric. Are you tired of dealing with plugs or lights that just won't cooperate? Well, don't fret. Give us a call. Worried about power outages or surges damaging your precious electronics? We've got you covered. Whether it's a whole house generator or surge protection, our solution-oriented Cool Hands are ready to tailor the perfect option that suits your needs and budget. At Cool Hand Electric, excellence is still cool. Cool Hand, Cool Hand, Cool Hand, where excellence is still Methodist Mansfield Medical Center, we've been caring for our home team for over 15 years. Today, you'll find award-winning physicians on the medical staff, advanced neurosurgery, a level three trauma center, critical care for newborns, and comprehensive orthopedic care. Methodist Mansfield, delivering the care our friends, neighbors, and home team depend on. That's community and why so many people trust Methodist. Congratulations to Bryce Goodwin, who knew that Julian Field Park is the oldest park in Mansfield. Nestled on East Broad Street between Magnolia and Wisteria Streets, the 7.9-acre park was named after one of Mansfield's founders, Julian Field. When we come back, this week's trivia question, this is about Mansfield. Hey, it's Steve Casillo, and we all remember the storm that blew through our town back in June that pelted this community with baseball-sized hail. It did a ton of damage around Mansfield, including my own roof. Regular listeners to About Mansfield have heard Paul Duncan's commercials for Trinity Roofing and Construction, and after the storm, I reached out to him, and boy, am I glad that I did. From the first call to Paul to working with the crew leader, the scheduling department, and the entire construction team, and how it all played out with my insurance company, working with Trinity Roofing and Construction was a breeze. It's easy to see why they're a platinum preferred contractor with Owens Corning with an A-plus rating with the Better Business Bureau. So if you're thinking on replacing your roof, look no further than Trinity Roofing and Construction. They're a Mansfield-based company, and you can find them on the web at trinityroofingconstruction.com. Again, that's trinityroofingconstruction.com. Hi, this is Joe Jenkins with Joe Jenkins Farmers Insurance, specializing in auto, home, commercial, and life insurance. 
I was born and raised here in Mansfield, Texas. We're active in the community, and Mansfield's a town we really care about. Our office has over 30 years experience in the insurance industry, and we're passionate about what we do and about customer service. For a free quote, please visit our website at joejenkinsinsurance.com or give us a call at 817-472-6058. Once again, that website is joejenkinsinsurance.com. It is time right here, right now for the highly coveted, wildly popular about Mansfield trivia question. If you are the first person to email the correct answer to trivia at aboutmansfield.com, you will receive a $25 gift card to a Mansfield restaurant of your choice, brought to you by Joe Jenkins Insurance. Whether you're looking for homeowners, auto, commercial, or any other type of insurance, Joe has helped Mansfield area residents understand the insurance coverage that best fit their needs since 2010. You can find him on the internet at joejenkinsinsurance.com. I've mentioned this before, not everyone wins on a Wednesday, so if you're hearing this on a Thursday, Friday, Saturday, whenever, Super Bowl Sunday. Give it a shot. You might be taking home a $25 restaurant gift card. Colleen, it's your turn. Well, Steve, the Jerry Knight STEM Academy was created in Mansfield to teach learners with an advanced academics focus. This week's question is, what does STEM stand for? Email your answer to trivia at aboutmansfield.com. Again, what does STEM stand for? Good luck, and thanks to Joe Jenkins Insurance for the gift card. Hi, I'm Caden Shea. And I'm Parker James. From the band Olivox. And you're listening to About Mansfield. Welcome back to About Mansfield, your audio newspaper. Let's open up the features section. Everybody loves a happy hour, especially when it's good for the heart. And Angel Biasati is here and has the details in Methodist Mansfield News to Know. Angel? Join us for an exclusive Valentine's happy hour on Monday, February 12th from 5 to 7 at The Vault. You can indulge in heart-healthy appetizers crafted by Chef Dexter Hewitt. And you'll hear insights on heart health from Arash Manzori, cardiologist on the medical staff at Methodist Mansfield Medical Center. Tickets are $25, and you can reserve your spot at methodisthealthsystem.org backslash events. Methodist Mansfield is here to support you and your heart health every beat of the way. Recognizing the signs and symptoms of heart issues is crucial for early detection and prompt medical intervention. Some common signs and symptoms to be aware of, chest discomfort. This is one of the most common symptoms of heart disease. It may feel like pressure, tightness, fullness, or pain in the center or left side of the chest. It can come and go or persist for several minutes. Shortness of breath. Feeling breathless, especially during physical activity or while resting, can indicate a problem with the heart or circulation system. It may be accompanied by sweating, dizziness, or nausea. Another common symptom is pain or discomfort in areas of the upper body. That includes the arms, back, neck, jaw, or sometimes the stomach can be a sign of heart disease. It may feel like pressure, squeezy, or burning. Fatigue. Unexplained weakness or fatigue, particularly if it's severe or persists over time, can be a symptom of heart failure. This fatigue may interfere with daily activities and may not improve with rest. Dizziness or lightheadedness, feeling dizzy, faint, or lightheaded can occur with heart rhythm disturbances or when the heart is not pumping effectively, leading to a decreased blood flow to the brain. Swelling, fluid buildup in the legs, ankles, feet, abdomen, or other parts of the body can be a sign of heart failure. The swelling may be accompanied by weight gain and bloating. Another symptom, irregular heartbeat. Sensation of palpitations, skipped beats, or a rapid or Irregular heartbeat can indicate arrhythmias or other heart rhythm disorders. Nauseous or loss of appetite. Some people with heart problems may experience nausea, indigestion, or feeling of fullness, especially if it's accompanied by chest discomfort or shortness of breath. Cold sweats. 
sudden clammy or cold sweats, particularly if they are accompanied by other symptoms like chest pain or shortness of breath, can indicate a heart attack. It's important to know that the severity and the combinations of the symptoms can vary from person to person. Some individuals may experience atypical symptoms or no symptoms at all. If you experience any concerning symptoms, especially chest pain or discomfort, seek medical attention immediately. Early diagnosis and treatment can greatly improve outcomes for heart conditions. I'm Angel B. Asadi, reporting for the About Mansfield podcast. Realtor Beth Steinke is here with a spring forecast in the Mansfield real estate market update. Beth? I follow a few trusted, highly respected, and brilliant industry leaders and have assimilated their extensive research into a few key takeaways and translations to help with your decision-making as we get deeper into the spring market. First, let's talk about pent-up demand. This will continue to push the real estate market forward, especially here in DFW. I attended a presentation on Friday from Dr. Lawrence Yoon, Chief Economist for the National Association of Realtors. If you've tuned in before, you've heard me mention pent-up demand. This has been created for those folks who want or need to move, but have an extremely low interest rate that just compel them to stay put. Or, for those that would like to buy a home, the unaffordability of high mortgage interest making a home purchase to be financially unrealistic. Since July of 2022, interest rates have increased to heights not seen since the late 90s and early 2000s. That slowed down home purchases in 2023 to the lowest levels since the Great Recession. So for nearly two years, people have put their moves on hold. Dr. Yoon shared some statistics about what happens in two years for Americans. Here's a quick list. There are 7 million newborn babies, 3 million marriages, 1.5 million divorces, 7 million people turned 65 years old, 4 million deaths, and 50 million job changes. That pent-up demand is simmering under the surface of what has been an underperforming market. Dr. Yoon went on to say that when mortgage interest rates begin to fall, this demand will boil over and the market will be off to the races. So let's talk about what that will look like and when we can expect it to happen. According to Dr. Yoon, the expectation is now that the Federal Reserve may drop interest rates in June. However, the mortgage market may adjust in advance of that expectation by edging downward gently so that when the interest rate adjustment finally is made, we may not see a directly correlative mortgage rate adjustment. That's all to say we will likely see modest interest rate drops in the months leading up to the first Fed rate drop. Now, what are we seeing in the market? in real life, and in real time. In a word, activity. Moves to the DFW area are beginning to pick back up, and we are seeing first-time buyers starting to get more interested in venturing back into the market. And those that need to make a move are just making it happen. But those buyers who are coming into the 2024 market with a very different agenda than the buyers of 2020 and 2021. These buyers are absolutely disinterested in buying your project house or translated to your house full of needed updates and unfinished or ignored projects. They are pushing their budgets to make the move work and do not typically have the available cash to change out flooring, update kitchens, or even in some cases, paint. Quick note to those of you who have no intention of moving anytime soon, but you know that there are small projects that need your attention. This is your permission slip to get on those things that need to get done. You'll get the benefit of increased equity or sales price, a quicker sale, and maybe most importantly, enjoy those updates long before you're ready to sell. Now, buyers in the market are absolutely not looking to overpay for a home. They are discerning, sure-footed, and very specific about whether a home meets their needs or not. Another market dynamic is the low inventory, meaning we only have a modest number of homes for sale. As soon as a few come on the market, a few others go off the market. Here in Mansfield, we only have 137 homes, not counting new construction, for sale. The number of available homes in Mansfield has remained relatively stable for the last two years. While we are diving into market data, our 2023 final numbers are in, and let's take a look at how they compare to 2022. 
In Mansfield, the median sales price increased 8.4% up to $500,000, but closed sales were down 8.7%. Less than three months of inventory, so it's a more balanced market, but still on the seller side, it's a seller's market. As spring deepens, we will see more houses coming onto the market, and at the same time, we'll see more buyers looking for their dream homes. That represents a fairly normal cycle, probably one of the most normal cycles since COVID changed literally everything. And to that I say, I'm here for it, and I'm here for you. Do you have a real estate question I can answer? Send me a message via email to info at aboutmansfield.com. For the About Mansfield podcast, I'm Beth Steinke with Century 21 Judge Fight. Shaken or stirred, you know it's going to be good, as Brian Certain focuses on the martini in the cocktail of the week. Brian? For the month of February, I'll be talking about the martini and several variations of martinis, including next week, I'll be doing the dirty martini. On February 21st, I'll be doing the espresso martini. And on February 28th, I want you to especially tune in because I'm giving you a new take on a classic that you probably have not heard of. Now, I've done several of these cocktails in my first year with the About Mansfield podcast, but because we have so many new listeners, I'm redoing for them for you, my audience. So the history of the martini. The martini is truly one of the most iconic cocktails ever created. This smooth, chilled drink featuring gin and vermouth has been a staple of cocktail culture since the late 1800s. But like so many of our classic cocktails, the exact origins of the martini are murky, but most agree that it probably evolved from the Martinez cocktail, which was likely invented sometime between 1860 and 1880. Yes, we're talking about the time of the Civil War. That's how far back this cocktail goes. The Martinez cocktail consisted of gin, sweet vermouth, sound familiar, but then maraschino cherries liqueur and bitters. It was essentially a sweet gin cocktail mixed with vermouth. But during the 1880s, as the gin craze swept America, the Martinez evolved into a drier, simpler drink, the Martini. The new cocktail dropped the maraschino liqueur and upped the gin ratio. The first printed recipe for a martini appeared in 1888, calling for two parts gin and one part sweet vermouth. Where did the name Martini come from? Again, no one knows for sure. It may evolve from the Martinez name. One legend claims it was named after the Martini and Rossi brand of sweet vermouth. Another says it was christened at New York City's Knickerbocker Hotel by a bartender named Martini di Amara de Taga. But by the early 1900s, the modern-day dry martini was born, with just a hint of vermouth to flavor the gin. Famous literary drinker like Ernest Hemingway, and how many drinks have we associated with Ernest Hemingway, but he actually preferred his martinis in a ratio of an astounding 15 to 1 ratio of gin to vermouth. I mean, what's the point of the vermouth at that point? But the martini rose to prominence during Prohibition in the 1920s when gin and homemade vermouth were abundant. And after Prohibition, martini culture continued to thrive. The famous martini glass shape became popular in the 1950s and cemented the drink as a sophisticated classic. From the 1960s onward, vodka began replacing gin in martini recipes, birthing recipes like the vodka martini and the cosmopolitan. However, traditional gin martinis have stood the test of time and remain a staple of bars and cocktail lounges. In fact, we went to a cocktail lounge last year in Nashville that's a pre-Prohibition cocktail bar that does not serve any vodka cocktails because before Prohibition, vodka did not exist in the U.S. So if you wanted a martini at that bar, the only way you're getting it is with gin. But don't worry about taking notes as I'm giving out the ingredients and instructions. As always, they'll be posted on bourbongospel.com. So how do you make the perfect gin martini? Well, in my opinion, making the ideal martini is part art and part science. Follow these steps to craft a classic gin martini. You're going to need two and a half ounces of a high quality gin. Don't care which one you like. I have several favorites. Some are more herbal. Some of them are more floral. But whatever your favorite gin is, please use that. 
you're going to use a half ounce of dry vermouth. So if you're counting, that's a five to one ratio, not Hemingway's 15 to one. And then you're going to use either a green olive or a lemon twist for garnish. Tools, you're going to use a cocktail shaker, a strainer, a mixing glass, and either a martini or a coupe glass. First thing you need to do is you need to chill your glassware. Any proper martini, no matter whether we're talking about the classic, a dirty, an espresso, chilled glassware makes a difference. So place your glass in the freezer for at least 30 minutes, or a quicker way is to fill your glass with ice and water and let stand while you're making the rest of the cocktail. Then you're going to fill your mixing glass with ice. You're going to add the ice cubes to the shaker. The more ice, the better, because it dilutes and chills the drink. Then you're going to add your gin, two and a half ounces, and your vermouth, a half ounce. A little vermouth balances the botanicals in gin, but you don't want to overpower the gin flavor. Now, here's the key. So unlike our famous secret spy, James Bond, who said he wanted it shaken, not stirred, the classic martini is always stirred, not shaken. So you want to stir the gin and the vermouth briskly for about 30 seconds so it thoroughly chills in and dilutes the cocktail. Shaking it makes martinis cloudy and foamy, and that is not something you want in a classic martini. Then you're going to strain your chilled glass, and then you're going to pour your shaker tin with a strainer into the chilled glass and then garnish with either a green olive or a lemon twist. If you're doing the lemon twist, run the peel around the rim and mist the oil over the drink. Sip your ice cold martini and enjoy the smooth botanical flavors, but don't let it sit. A martini is best when it's freshly mixed and icy cold. Make sure to use the best ingredients and the proper techniques and you'll have a classic gin martini made to your perfection. Adjust the ratios and the garnishes to suit your tastes and sip this iconic cocktail and transport yourself back to a glamorous era. As always, I'm open to hear your take and your input. You can reach me at brian at bourbongospel.com. And until next week, as Mark Twain said, too much of anything is bad, but too much whiskey is barely enough. Reporting for the About Mansfield podcast, I'm Brian Certain. We're back in 60 seconds with Steve's interview with author and playwright Taronda Hillman. Hey, it's Steve Casillo, and are you ready to make your voice heard? Want to bring out your ideas to life through captivating conversations and engaging visuals? Look no further than Podcast Mansfield Recording Studio, your one-stop destination for award-winning audio and video podcast recording. Equipped with cutting-edge microphones, crystal-clear audio recording, and high-definition cameras, we're here to turn your ideas into engrossing content. But it's not just about the equipment. We're dedicated to bringing out the best in your content. Whether you're a seasoned pro or just starting out, We're here to elevate your podcasting game. We'll even help you with intro music, transitions, voiceover, and that professional polish that sets your podcast apart. So whether you're into interviews, storytelling, or simply sharing your expertise, Podcast Mansfield can help bring your podcasting dreams to life. Visit podcastmansfield.com. Podcast Mansfield, we're creating your podcast masterpiece has never been easier. Hi, I'm Vandella Menifee, professional volunteer. You're listening to About Mansfield. Welcome back to another segment of About Mansfield. I'm Steve Casillo as we make the transition from news to talk. And in the studio today, she's been a guest before. And uh, we had a blast with the the first time she was around. We were talking about her one-woman play back then, also talking about the, the book that she wrote. So she is an author. Uh, she's a playwright. She's a motivational speaker. She is just a wonderful woman. Taronda Hillman, welcome back to About Mansfield. Oh, thanks, Steve. So sweet. Happy to be back. You brought a guest with you today. I did. And he is Tori Irving. Uh, welcome to About Mansfield. Thank you for having me on. Absolutely. Today, Taronda, uh, we dig deeper into your title as playwright. Yes, we do. And you are presenting a uh, a stage production on February 9th and 10th. Tell me about Reparations, the stage play. Well, the, the Reparations stage play it actually started out as a joke. My daughter and I were in the car and something came on the radio, maybe a news report. Maybe they were talking about California. I don't know, but they spoke about reparations. And 
about there may be some form of it happening in California. And so she and I looked at each other and we were like, wow, what if we were to get reparations? What would that look like? Yeah. And then we started laughing and we were like, oh, we, you know, we started naming all these things that we would buy, just material things. But it was it was a joke. And I said, you know what? That would be a pretty good movie. So we started throwing ideas around and then we realized that it was too many ideas to just have in a movie. So we said, what about a TV series? Mm. And we began creating that. However, it takes a lot to put on a, a TV series yeah. or a movie. And or, money. And a lot of money yeah. when you don't have investors. But, you know, when you, when you get reparations and then you can, then you <laughs> right. can take that money and make it a, right. a TV series. That's why I love you. Yes. Exactly. <laughs> and so we, I said, you know what? I had done the one-woman show before I, at, at that time. And I said, well, I know how to put on a play. How about we make it a play first? And then I'll have something that I can shop to investors, show them what it, exactly what it is. And that's how it came about. But reparations, as we all know, go back to the 1800s where the enslaved people were promised once they received their freedom, they were promised 40 acres and a mule. Mm. They did. Some of them did receive the 40 acres and a mule. And this is when Abraham Lincoln was still alive. However, when he was assassinated... Andrew Johnson came on board and he said, you know what? We're taking all that land back that we gave those people and we're going to return it to the people who previously owned it, yeah. who were the ex-slave owners. Huh. Well, they took the land back. So no one ever received the 40 acres and a mule. And that was actually Sherman Orders number 15. Okay, And that was the 40 acres and a mule. But they reneged on it, took it back and... So we're still here without receiving reparations, something that was promised by our government. While at the same time, there were 160-acre land grants given to white Americans who were moving out west. So they were able to get 160 acres of land. It was approximately about a million, I believe, a million people, a million families that were able to get those 160-acre land grants. And People are still benefiting off of that today. Oh, wow. Yes. It, it, we should mention that this stage play is 100% fictional. Or, 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 or is it? Or is it? Meaning that yes, the, the, the characters <laughs> in it, everyone in the play receiving $1.2 million is... It's fictional. Is all fictional. It is. But would we like to see it come to life? Absolutely. Yeah. And I'm gonna I'm gonna ask I, I've never asked you this b before I think we've known each other about four or five years mm -hmm. are are you a descendant of of slaves Yes I did not know that You didn't I did not know that yes. I I know for the benefit of the the listeners your book Daughter of the Other Woman and we've talked extensively and you had your podcast Daughter of the Other Woman uh, I know quite a bit about your background, yes. but I did not know that you are a, a descendant of slavery. I, yes. Okay. Yes, I am. And we've done ancestry and mm -hmm. we've, we've found that um, fam you know, they kept very good records back then, even mm -hmm. though the, the myth is that, oh, there are no good records. Oh no, there are mm -hmm. great records because this, we were property. So sure. who oh. is not going to keep track of their oh, property? Yeah. And we, you're able to, through Ancestry, to go back and locate and find out exactly who your family was. What do you know about your ancestors? I know that they were slaves. They yeah. were enslaved. I know that they came from the Arkansas area. Okay. And there's a cousin who actually has the documents, and she's only told me so much about it. Okay. Let's get back to the stage play. How many actors are in the play because your first play, Daughter of the Other Woman, was just a one person, a one woman play. Yes. All right. So you've expanded that that cast. I now yeah. Because of this uh, reparations, how many actors are are involved? Thirteen, I believe. Thirteen or fourteen. Wow. Yes. And you're not in it this time. I'm not in it. You wrote, or did you co-wrote with your daughter, or or I wrote it. You wrote it. Yes. To my right is Tori Irving, and you are one of the actors. I am. 
And what what role do you play? I played the uh, I played the fool. <laughs> you play the fool. I play the fool. Everybody plays the fool. <laughs> I play the fool. I play the 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 character that doesn't care about the serious side of everything. He just want to get his money and. Sleep, spin, with, spin, spin. sleep with a bunch of women and just have fun and party. And <laughs> What's wrong with that? That's my point. I don't see, <laughs> I don't see what the problem with that is. <laughs> the 13 characters, they all receive $1.2 million. And, and now I know the, the, the key phrase with this is what will they do with the money? What will they do with the money? Can you give some little hints as to what some of them do with the money? Well, some of them, well, one of them that we focus on, of course, is Kendrick, who just wants to spend his money. And that's Tori's role. That's Tori's role. Okay. And we also have some that have businesses that are looking to do more with their money when it comes time uh, for expanding their businesses. Mm -hmm. uh, we have one person who is actually Kendrick Tori's, yeah. <laughs> Kendrick's girlfriend, and she has a hair salon, and she also invest in uh, with the age well she's talking about investing with Asians about getting hair weave because they have that industry on lock there's uh some that want to give money to the church so there are different walks of life and we're able to see different ways that people are spending the money is there a particular year that this story is based on or or is this present day? It's present day. It's present day. Do yes. any of the uh uh recipients invest in Bitcoin? No. No. No Bitcoin. Huh. Not this go around. Okay. That's a good idea, but a lot of black people aren't <laughs> that into Bitcoin. I don't <laughs> I, I probably shouldn't say that because that's maybe not true. All right. You mentioned black. Um is there is it any coincidence that the opening and the, the the dates of this performance happen to coincide with Black History Month? Ah, you caught that. Yes, mm. that is why I chose the month of February to put it on. That's right. Today being February 1st, the day that we're recording this interview is the first day of Black History Month. Yes. And uh, we will be hearing some more interviews throughout this month of um, – Black business people and uh, and stories to to help elevate the the Black History Month. Great, well, and and I do want to to point out that me creating the the stage play reparations, I wanted to bring forth history that a lot of us were not aware of, and because this has been like a two year journey for me writing this, really doing a lot of research, and I've learned so much that I had no idea. Yeah. Things that had happened. So I wanted to make sure that that history is brought to the forefront. You have done some publicity, uh, quite a bit of publicity on social media on this, <laughs> featuring <laughs> each of the actors. I think Kendrick, mm -hmm. being played by Tori, uh, had his bio uh, put up there. And and has has the feedback been positive? On Facebook and Instagram, Yes. On TikTok, I see, I see a butt coming here. TikTok, no. Oh, your TikTok. My TikTok <laughs> blew it blew up though. It did. <laughs> Which and as you know, any publicity is good publicity. Mm -hmm. Yes. But there were some negative comments on TikTok. Oh, absolutely! About four or five hundred. <laughs> wow! Wow! Yes. I think we're. I'm at. Six thousand views on one, or close to seven thousand. I on think it's at seven thousand yeah. now views and those comments. And I had no idea that that was going to happen. Mm -hmm. I put videos of you mm. and another actor and and me talking about the play. It was our first rehearsal. We were excited, and I put it on TikTok. And I walked away. Didn't think anything of it. <laughs> Came back and said, "Wow!" My phone was like. Ching! Ding, ding. I'm like, what's going on? And I look and I'm like, what is this? I've got some comments because I don't get on TikTok often. Yeah. So I was like, hey. And my son was still here from school. And he said, oh, man, you're up to like a thousand views. <laughs> I said, what? And start, I started looking at the comments and I was like, oh, Ooh. oh, <laughs> oh. <laughs> and then I said, hmm. 
<laughs> Let me keep at this. Mm-hmm. Again, people, a fictional stage play. <laughs> fictional. Yes. Oh. Yeah, oh, go ahead. It's not just black people in the play. Oh, tell me more. There are a couple of white people. So we do, and you were familiar with the one gentleman the, the that we used your voice for the recording when we did the presentation at the Juneteenth. Yeah. In, yeah, yeah. Well, that so you, the young man that came on stage, he was a white guy and he was pretending, he was acting, pretending to be a white supremacist. Mm. And so we had to make sure that we let the crowd know, hey, these are actors. I forgot to say it at first, but then I had to come back and say it. But we do have two people that are there. One is she's racist. Okay. And the other one is not. But again, we I have to make sure that everybody knows, which they should. These are actors and, and they're just playing these roles. But it's been really fun. Very fun. Tori, let's uh, let's let's turn the attention back to you. Um, what what is your background? Do you are you an actor by trade? Uh, no, I'm an actor in my head. You're an actor. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's something that I always wanted to do, and uh, honestly, I think that's how Toronto found me. One of my realtors uh, friends saw my TikToks, and I act out scenes on TikTok, and now. Uh, translate something that I see into real estate or into something else. Yeah. And she said, well, Tori, you need to be an actor. So I said, you know, be my be my manager. There you go. <laughs> and so, she, she tagged me in one of her posts. Uh, by trade, you're a realtor. Realtor. And uh, I'm an author also. Oh, you were? Okay. Mm-hmm. Give a little plug. What have, what have you written? Writ, uh, written two books, uh, two books and two novels and two poetry books. Okay. Yeah. Nice. You are also a TikToker. Uh, TikToker. <laughs> uh, I guess that's the right uh, term. In, uh, influencer with uh, you and your dog. Yes. Uh, I've seen a couple of your videos uh-huh. and beautiful, beautiful pit bull dog. And uh, what's your dog's name? Maya. Maya. Yeah. Maya. Did, my kids. I, this, I always say uh, whenever one asks me what's her name, I say Maya. Uh, my kids named her because <laughs> it's not a normal dog name. So. No, <laughs> no. I I think of uh, I think of South America when I think of my. <laughs> anyway, uh, February ninth and tenth at the Farbest Theater, and uh, the the curtain goes up at what time? Seven thirty. It's seven thirty, and tickets are still available. Tickets are still available on Eventbrite. That's the easiest place to go and find them. So you can just type in the Reparation Stage Play, and it will come up. Tori, your your character is Kendrick. Mm-hmm. Toronto was talking about, you know, we we thought about should we make this a movie? Should we make this a TV series? Who do you, if it were ever to to become a movie, who uh-huh. do you envision playing the the role of Kendrick? <laughs> Myself, of course. Yourself, oh, yourself. Okay. Yes. <laughs> and if, if there was a uh, a million dollar uh, a list actor, Ooh, uh, who would that be? Kendrick, that's a good question. That's why I'm the host. <laughs> I was going to say Denzel Washington's son. That would be a good one. What's his name? Uh, uh, John David. Yes. Yeah, okay. John David Washington. That would be a good one. I would think uh, Franklin Saint or the guy from Snowfall. Oh. Yeah. He would be a good one. Yeah, I would think yeah. him. Who else, Taronda, do you envision? This has now become an A-list movie. Who else is starring in your movie? Who else is starring? That's a good question. Again, that's why I'm the host. I think Taraji would have to be Keisha. <laughs> I was going to mention her. Taraji, yes, she could be Keisha. And that's. I would really have to think about that one. I haven't. I haven't. Be, and the reason is... I would rather use new artists, mm-hmm. people that are breaking into the industry. I'd rather use some of them instead of the ones that have already made it. Is this play going to make me laugh? Oh, my goodness. Yes. <laughs> is it going to make me cry? No. It's not going to make me cry? I don't think it's going to make okay. It's not a tearjerker, but it definitely will make you laugh. You're going to laugh from beginning to end. The end is it, it is a... Uh, a cliffhanger, <laughs> but because, you will laugh because they they still what will they do with the money? And so everyone receives one point two at the, at the beginning. Yes, 
does everyone wind up at the end with 1.2? Is you, there so there's a is there a shift of money, I, or are we? Am I asking too to get too specific? Oh, she's going. Yes, yes. 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 We're just going to have to find out what just happens. Have to find out, and I do have to point. And I point out. I let everybody know. I wanted this to be as real as it could be. Mm-hmm. It's based. Most of the scenes are in a barber shop, and it's. In the barbershop. So the conversations, it's barbershop talk. The conversations, if you have sensitive ears, this is not for you. Ooh. (laughs) Rated PG-13. Rated R. R. Rated R. (laughs) Rated R, yes. Okay, so there are some words. There's there's some language. Okay. And because I I couldn't sugarcoat it, I had to make it as real as possible because... Mm -hmm. Especially with my people, if it's not real, we're disappointed. And we know how the conversations are at the barbershop. So I had to keep it. I had to keep it real. Keep keep it real. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Where's Taronda Hillman going to be? Uh, Are you working on any other plays? Where are you going to be in five years? Oh, in five years. Yeah. I think I'll be toggling back and forth from the U.S. to Bali. To Bali. Yes. (laughs) Wow. I would love to lease property there or lease land because you can't buy it over there, of course, yeah. if you're not a native. A Balinese. Yes. Mm-hmm. Okay, get my license there. Got it. There you go. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Become a real estate agent. Right. A realtor. Right. Yes. Uh, uh, and that's what I, my goal is to go there this year for a month, to go for a okay. month, just to get away, just to see how to do some writing and and. You know, my wife was just there last month. That's right, wow. she was. Yeah. So if you ever if you ever want to, you know, give her a buzz and say, "Hey, tell me all about Bali, uh, the monkeys, mm. lots of monkeys." <laughs> I'll tell you about the monkeys when we finish. Okay. Uh, <laughs> but actually, but. there's a few things that I have in the works, a few projects, a few joint ventures. Yeah. So it's, uh, but uh, the next thing, of course, is is getting reparations to. The big screen. Well, not the big screen so much. I'd rather do more streaming, uh, get mm-hmm. with some of the stream, even even if it's Tubi. <laughs> uh, <laughs> but uh, that's the the next thing is just to, to push that forward. I do want to work on, I have been working on a new book and, and again, doing some other, some joint ventures. Mm-hmm. I got a, a new writing partner. So we're going to do some, some things. I've never known Taronda Hillman to rest on her laurels. <laughs> I don't know what that is. What? Yeah, you just go go. In, in fact, you just told me again earlier, uh, a half hour ago, you, you're getting ready to do more bodybuilding and, and compete again. Yes. That's incredible. Yes. And that was because when we met before, I was getting ready to do it then. Mm-hmm. I said, I'm going to, I'm going to do it. And I was not, it was, what'd you say? Six months. Yeah. It was six months yep. prior to me actually going on stage. Yep. Give uh, the the information again, the name of the play, who, what, when, where, and why, and uh, let people know how uh, they can attend and see Reparations, the stage play. Reparations, the stage play is going to be at the Far Best Theater in Mansfield, Texas, 109 North Main Street in Mansfield, Texas, February 9th and 10th at 7.30 p.m. You may purchase your tickets on Eventbrite. Just go to Eventbrite, type in the Reparation Stage Play, and there you'll have it. You can purchase your tickets. I will be there. I'm not sure which day, but uh, Marie and I will buy our two tickets and and be there. Tori Irving, Kendrick, we'll see you on stage. Yes. (laughs) Taronda, always a pleasure. Always. And uh, thanks for being on About Mansfield. Thank you. Thank you. Coming up next week on About Mansfield, we will talk in studio with local restaurateurs who took a leap of faith with no restaurant experience and are killing it. In the meantime, this is the place where you'll hear the latest Mansfield news, talk, and information. Until then, don't forget to like, follow, subscribe, share, love, or support this podcast if you haven't already so you never miss an episode. It's free and it's easy. Head on over to our website, aboutmansfield.com, and enter your email address right there on the homepage. We will never send you any spam. We promise. About Mansfield is recorded at Podcast Mansfield Recording Studio. Hosts, Steve Casillo and Colleen Daniel. Moment with the Mayor feature, Michael Evans. 
Methodist Mansfield News to Know, Angel Biasati, Mansfield Real Estate Market Update, Beth Steinke, Cultural Arts Calendar, Tim Roberts, Cocktail of the Week, Brian Certain, Post-Production Editing, Mixing, and Mastering, Steve Casillo and Andrew Miner. This podcast is copyrighted by Podcast Mansfield Recording Studio for the private use of our audience. Any other use of this podcast without written consent is prohibited. We thank you all for listening. Enjoy the Super Bowl. Go Chiefs on behalf of the entire news team. I'm Steve Casillo, and this... is about Mansfield.